Hello and welcome. This is Connie Reagan Green from Huge Profits Tiny List with another podcast. Today I'm talking to Dennis Becker. Dennis, welcome. Thanks, Connie. I'm very pleased to be here. It's always nice talking to you. Yes, it's just great to be able to interview you. You've been so influential with me and with so many people on the Internet. I love everything that you do. You you already know that, but I want our listeners to really get to know you a lot a lot better. So you've been in business quite a few years. Um, how did you get started with your original business? Okay, well, it depends on what you consider my original business, so I'll go back to my first business, you know, self-employed. Um, I was a software consultant where, and this was starting in 1981, so that sort of dates my age, I guess. <laughs> but uh, I specialized in, in training and helping businesses all across the uh, United States use a software product that my prior employer had sold. And I got started because I sensed that I'd reached a sort of a dead end with that company. I was doing pretty good. I, was, I had a decent salary. I had a company car. I had respect in the company and, and all that. But it was a, a small company, and the officers of the company were the ones making the big bucks, of course, and, and they deserve it for, for their investment and whatever. But uh, myself and my staff were doing all the work, and I didn't see that I had a um, very much of an opportunity to, to grow um, being there was a, a small company. So that's, that's probably not unusual. A lot of people can probably um, – Relate to that, yeah. Yeah, relate to that, um, sympathize with that, empathize with that, whatever. So uh, when, when a few of the customers that I was working with um, occasionally or frequently, they told me they were frustrated about the software and they really wished that uh, myself or one of my staff could be more involved with them on a daily basis than we normally did. And I, I, I sort of started thinking and sensing an opportunity, and um, I, I decided to uh, – after I thought about it for, for a few months, I guess, I, I gave my resignation to the company, and, and the first thing I did after after I left was I contacted those people that said they, they would like to uh, have me more available, and I uh, fortunately one of them hired me at a, at a pretty nice daily rate right on the spot, so I didn't go very long without earning you know a, a living. So it, it gave me an opportunity uh, to put together a training course that I taught to hundreds of customers across the country, uh, mostly larger companies and, and government staffs and, and some of the Fortune 500 companies. So it was a lot of fun and, uh, you know, a few days here and a few days there and a lot of travel. But eventually that sort of um, burnt me out. You know, I, I was getting tired of travel, and uh, and that was even before, the, of course, the, the 9-11 thing where the security measures at the airports are, you know, it makes it even worse. But, yeah. Um, you know, but also uh, the stress of keeping – myself independently employed and, and earning a living sort of burned me out too because I was never comfortable in a sales environment. I, I like people to come to me and say, okay, um, help me out rather than me going to them and saying, hey, I'm the greatest person in the world. I can help you out. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm not a very salesy kind of person. So uh, so it sort of burned me out. And I told my wife I, I really was getting tired of it and, and my son was growing up and I was missing his youth and whatever, so I decided I wanted to live off our savings for a while and start a little business in my hometown, which which I did. And that was in 1989 when I started that business. And it was good for a while, but uh, it was a type of product that uh, was a very discretionary product. It was uh, collectibles, you know, mostly selling to, to boys and you know some, some girls and their, their parents and whatever, baseball cards and comics and, and that kind of thing. And, and being a discretionary purchase, when the economy started ta- tanking in the mid-'90s, uh, people cut back on those kinds of purchases, so I, I had to scramble, and you know, business wasn't quite so good at that point. So that, that's uh, where I started. 
Well, that's so you know I, I hear different things in what you're saying. You know, you saw a need, and you wanted to change what you were doing. People needed what you had to offer, so you were willing, you know, to to seek out that opportunity. And then another thing is that you know you have the, your wife, who's your partner in all of this. Um, encouraging you to to go forward with your dream and also kind of giving you that space to be able to live off savings even though you have a wife and a child and and to be able to do that and you know I think everybody needs to know that it it takes a village it's more than just one person we always have people behind the scenes and we have to look at the big picture before we get started with everything would you say that's true I'd say that's definitely true I mean if if someone is is married and and has a family or or significant others or whatever uh, getting the support of of that, you know, like you say, the village is is very important because you don't want to uh, work your tail off to to, to build a business and to, and to uh, try to fulfill a dream and have every other word you know out of somebody's mouth saying, "Oh, you're you're not spending enough time with me. Where's the money?" <laughs> you know, and, and all this. It, right. You know, you know they, they have to believe. You know, um, a long time I, I just lived on on hope. Uh, rather than on uh, any actual success, and and uh, you know having my wife believe that I was really going to make it eventually, that that really helped. Yes, yes, that makes a huge difference. Well, now, at what point did you decide to come online? What what helped you with that transition, and when was that? Well, that was I would say technically in, in 1998 uh, when I found eBay. Uh, one of my friends in the industry that had a similar store in another town uh, said that he was doing pretty well with eBay, and I, I said, okay, let, let me check it out, and I did. I never heard of it before, and, and uh, I started selling on there. I had some products that, that I could get in, in bulk and just continue selling that had a really um, large following, uh, a really large market on eBay, and I started selling them, and I actually had to hire a couple people to fulfill all the orders and you know, pack boxes and, and take them to the post office and you know, UPS and, and all that. Um, so uh, that, that was bringing in a lot more income um, for for a long time. And uh, one one thing that, that happened is that I, I was doing so well that the eBay fees were just killing me. Uh, and this, this was back when eBay fees weren't anywhere near what they are now. I was spending uh, like 2000 to $3,000 a month just on eBay seller's fees. So I'd, I'd, I wanted to find a way to try to cut that down. So I looked into building a website, and this wasn't too long after um, – the World Wide Web, I guess, started. I don't know what, what year it really did. Uh, it started to take off. But, but I found a, a package, a, a program that um, let me build a really ugly website, but it was good enough that uh, I was able to divert some of my repeat business over to that instead of having all the repeat business go uh, repeatedly back to eBay, so I was able to save some fees, and and that got me started in building websites, and that got me started in and uh, getting on the list of of some of these guys like you know the old timers like Marlon Sanders and Corey Rudel and and a few others that uh, were were selling these uh, sort of get rich quick schemes, or at least I read them to be that way, mm-hmm. and I, I really got in, entranced in in the possibility of of being able to make my living on the internet all day long, just working at my at my computer instead of just sitting in my store waiting for customers to come in and, and you know, waiting, you know, for hours for somebody to, to touch everything in my store and pick it up and, and look at it and put it back and, you know, you know, spend all that time to, to make a, you know, two dollar purchase or something with you know, and I was able, not able to do anything else while that was happening. So I I really dreamed of making my living from my computer and, and that's where it started. So nineteen ninety eight, um and uh 
that that's uh, that's when the thought and, and the hope uh, began for me. Wow. Yeah, see, I was somebody that, you know, did some things on eBay in 1999. If you remember the little Furby toy, I was yep. I was big in Furby for three or four months. And with me, though, I just didn't have that vision or the knowledge or anything to pursue anything after that. So I, I was in and out of eBay and, and back to, to my, my regular life after that. So I, I wish I had had that, that insight at that time. Yeah, so, I remember the Furbies. I started in 1998, and the Beanie Babies were, were real hot then. And, and yes. that's really, really what drove my business for a long time. Not yes. the Beanie Babies themselves, but I started specializing in the tag protectors, the little plastic things that you put over the paper tags. Oh, yes. and, and I sold many, many millions of those. Wow, wow, that's that's so may our paths may have even crossed during that time because I was I was buying Beanie Babies and and those little tag protectors so yeah, and I still have some of those <laughs> and that's something you know it'd be it'd really be something to look and and see if if our uh, if our if my name on eBay was ever connected to your name on eBay that would be yeah quite if you left me a feedback or something yeah yeah and that's something all right well now at some point you had the idea for five bucks a day and this has been so huge and so instrumental in the lives of just you know tens of thousands of people at this point and continuing where did this idea come about well um, I said when I, I started getting interested in in uh, marketing on the internet and, and learning how to Make the thousands of dollars overnight, like like some of the big guys claim they were, and I, I believe that they were. But uh, you know who knows? Um, and I, I tried everything, basically that these people recommended. Um, you name it, I, I, I tried it, and it didn't work for me. So I went like three years uh, of of trying everything and and just dismally failing, but I, I still had the store to fall back on. But unfortunately, the, the store that I was falling back on wasn't doing very well. Uh, I had, you know, by that time burned through all my savings, and I was starting to uh, finance my business on my credit cards. So basically, I'd, I'd be buying inventory for the store and paying for it with, with a credit card payment, and the money that was coming into the register I was using to pay my bills and the groceries and the insurance and, and you know, advertising and all that. So uh, my, my credit card debt was, was really... Um, exploding, uh, and it got really, really bad um, after after a while, uh, more more than anybody probably uh, can can imagine. So uh, I, I continued that for a few years, and you know it was always I didn't have to worry because there's always money, and uh, but but every time the the credit card bills came in, they were the balances were getting higher and higher, and the interest rate was was getting higher and higher, or the instant interest amount at least. And at some point um, in 2005. I got a shock when I applied for another credit card because I needed more credit line because I was all maxed out on the others, and it came back disapproved. I never had that happen to me before, Ooh. and um, you know the, the reason was I was already overextended, and I knew that. I didn't know they they knew that. I, I guess they have a pretty good database uh, and things like that, which which you realize now that you know these banks and and Google and everybody you know knows more than we like them to know about our our lives. So, oh yes. Um, and at that point, I said, you know what, this has got to stop. And I, I was, you know, I forget, 50-some years old at the time, and I, I knew that I um, was virtually unemployable in, in that economy at, at that age. And, you know, certainly any job I could get, uh, I'd been out of the computer industry for, for so many years that, that I was way behind, and, and um, te- technically, technologically. And even if I were to find a job, that it wouldn't be enough to, to pay my credit card debt and, and all that. So I, I had to come up with a with something that, that might work. And I just sat down and I said, okay, I've tried all these other dozens of things that all these gurus have said work, 
for them, but not for me. And I said, what what can I do? You know, how how can I start? Let's let's start from square one and let's simplify things. And and I said to myself, you know what? If I can figure out how to make five dollars a day of repeatable income on an autopilot basis, maybe I can scale that up if I can do it once. You know, I, I was impressed by John Reese at the time. I was following him. You know, you, you probably know John. Yes. Um, you know, if if not personally, at least of him. Mm-hmm. And he, what something he said once really. Um, drove home to me. He said, if you can figure out how to make a dollar in Internet marketing, you can figure out how to make a million dollars. You just got to scale it up. So I figured I'd start by trying to figure out how to make $5 a day. And and the first thing I did actually worked, and it worked pretty well. And that, that gave me the uh, the incentive to keep doing more of it. And the more I did and the more it worked, I, I started to, to, to talk about it. You know, I, I was pretty shy back uh, originally but i was involved in a forum and and i was you know starting to get pretty proud of what i was doing and i had some friends there and i, I just posted a forum post saying hey you know what i started you know real small i didn't go for the home run hits but this is what i did and then this is what worked and and I'm, I'm starting to do more and more of it and and the people started to ask me all sorts of questions and and i, I you know some some of the people in that forum encouraged me to to write a report about it so i said oh boy uh this this might work. I'll write a report and I'll use it as a as a free report to build a list with, because you know list building was a pretty hot topic back then. And I tried that and I built a like a three thousand person list, but nobody ever bought from it. I think it was just a, a garbage list, you know, all, all freebie seekers or something. And you know I was I was going to do it again. I was going to start uh, from square run and uh, build another list. And they said, no, you don't want to do that. You want to uh, sell this information. You want to put it together. You want to make it complete. And you want to see if other people uh, would would appreciate it, would like it, would buy it, because they thought it was a great idea, and they said, well, if you wrote a whole book on it, I'll buy that book. So I started working on the book, and I put it together. It took a couple weeks, um, is all. Once I get into a writing frenzy, uh, it it, uh, <laughs> it really helps. You probably know that. Oh, yeah, you know, it comes together. You, you get passionate about something, you you can't stop writing. And, and I did that, and I, I wrote this book, and I put it on ClickBank, and I, I put it on the Warrior Special Offer Forum, and and right, right away on the WSO, it sold over 300 copies in, in a few days. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the guys that, that bought a copy was James Jones, and uh, he was the first affiliate to promote it. You know, one I remember one Saturday I came home um, after after lunch, and I saw all these um, emails from ClickBank saying, you have made a sale, you have made a sale, you have made a sale. I said, <laughs> what the heck? I was used to maybe one or two a day or something. And all of a sudden I was getting, you know, one every, you know, one every minute or more, and I, I looked at the um, at the stats in ClickBank, and I looked at the affiliate ID, and I said, I don't know who that is. And, and I said, hopefully he'll contact me, and I can I can thank him. And eventually James did, and he, um, you know, explained what he was doing and who he was, and and uh, you know a, a long time friendship started then. And you know he sold over 300 copies of it. Um, Travis Sago promoted it. You know not long after that, he had bought a copy on the WSO, and and he he liked it, and he promoted it, and he sold over 500 copies. And, and uh, you know, just kept going, you know, sort of virally from from uh, word to mouth. Word of mouth. Those people told their friends that are also affiliates, and and they started promoting it. And I never would have believed it. It just, you know, strike a, a lightning strike, a serendipitous thing, just straight out of the blue. You know, out of something I was going to give away. And you know, it's it's actually turned into a um, a business. It was life changing for me. And and you said it was life changing for some other people. I I. You know, I I've been told that. Um, it's just nice to hear it, and 
you know, my, my whole life has changed ever since I wrote that book that took me a couple of weeks. Wow. It's so exciting to hear you tell the story. And, you know, I've read the story, but to hear you tell it live, it's just, you know, such a such a beautiful thing because we all need this, this inspiration. But, you know, something you, you said there that, you know, you were in that forum, you had made friends there, and they encouraged you to do things. Is that where you initially got that idea to start your own forum? Um, sort of. Um, you know, at that point, starting a forum was way outside my comfort zone because I didn't know how to do it. But after the sales of the book started coming in pretty hot and heavy, uh, I started getting a lot of emails from people because I didn't have any help desk or anything set up. So people would email me if they had any questions or or concerns, whatever, and I, I started to see patterns of, of the questions, and I was answering the same questions multiple times, of course, so I, I said, you know what, um, it would be fun to, to set up a forum um, for the people that bought the book, and then I could post the answers in the forum, and uh, you know maybe that'll, that'll help some people. So I, I did set up a free forum for five bucks a day, and, and uh, uh, fortunately, a lot of people that bought the book I had built a list, and I sent out a list, and I said, all you have to do is sign up here, go register, and post your questions, and I'll be around to answer them, and hopefully we can get some dialogue between all the different members. And it became a fairly active forum for a long time and until I made another decision. I said, well, this is doing pretty well, and I was able to um, sort of like what I consider giving bonuses to my readers because I'd add some things into the download area so the people that bought the book could, could pick them up that, that might help them make another five-buck-a-day income stream or something from doing whatever, article marketing or, or you know, whatever. Um, so that became um, pretty popular. And, and as I said, you know what, um, at, at some point, I, this is fun, but I'd, I'd sort of like to, to make some money from you know, so that I can do it even better, so that I can buy more products and, and you know, provide more information. Um, and if if I set up a... Uh, a forum that you had to pay for, but I would be able to give you even more. Uh, would anybody be interested? And a lot of people raised their hands, so I started the Earn 1K a Day forum at that point. And then, of course, all the active people moved over to Earn 1K a Day, and the Five Bucks a Day forum became not so active anymore, which which was unfortunate. But you know, it just sort of moved. Yeah, and I think over time, you know, people make a change with everything. And you know, I have to say, with your Earn 1K a Day forum, um, I see. You know, the camaraderie, the loyalty, the friendship, just the kindness. I see so many things there that it's just very, very uncommon for for forums. And um, I think we always look to our leader for that type of, of inspiration, and, and that's you. And, you know, I have to say I, I am not in there as often as I would like to be or, or should be. I always have it on my list to get in there. <laughs> and when I do go in... You know, no one ever makes me feel like, well, you haven't been around for a month, so, you know, who who are you again, stranger? Instead, it's, you know, welcome back. We're so happy to see you. What can we do for you? And I just love that connection, and it just it's a safe haven on the Internet where we can go in, we can learn. You get you provide us with so much training. You're always giving us great stuff in there, and, and I, just, I just love that. And I think everybody should be part of a family in a forum that way. And I really encourage you, you know, check out Earn 1K a Day. You're going to get that, that link from that. So, you know, is this where you get a lot of ideas for your products, Dennis, from the discussions that go on in the in the forum, or does that influence you a little bit? 
Um, I'm sure it influenced me a little bit. Uh, I try to listen to what people are talking about, and and I, I am on a lot of lists from other marketers, and you know I, I see what other people are selling. I I uh, of course check out the WSOs all the time, and and you tend to see uh, trends of. You know, if, if something is really a hot seller, everybody's going to jump on the bad bandwagon kind of thing. You know, when online marketing or offline marketing became hot, then you know you saw a thousand products in offline marketing, and now that Kindle is hot, you see you know hundreds of products on Kindle, and so you see trends. and And uh, I like to follow the trends to see if if they're real or whether they're just trying to game the system. You know, trying to spam Craigslist or or Google or, or something. Uh, I don't like those kind of ideas, but you see trends that that are opportunities. Um, I like to follow them to see if there's something that's missing from that market or if there's bad information being disseminated or taught that can be improved upon, and uh, especially in evergreen kind of um, niches uh, or, or products like copywriting that my, my partner, Rachel Fay is, is an excellent copywriter. You know, she can um, do those kind of products, outsourcing she, she's an expert at, um, these other things that um, are, are something that, you're going to want to improve your skills on on an ongoing basis, not not just how to do SEO today. That, that may not work tomorrow because Google's going to catch on to it. You know, but things like list building and and self-publishing now is, I say, the Kindle and the Create Space is is really hot and, and an opportunity. People are always going to be reading books, so you're never going to have to worry about that going away. Um, you know, but you know things like Twitter and and even even Facebook, as huge as it is, I, I don't expect that to be around forever, at least not in the in the current um, manner that it is. So, uh, I like to concentrate not so much on on uh, new product ideas, but improving on the old ones and on the old subject matter that everybody's always going to want to um, learn. You know, whether you're a beginning IM or or an experienced one, uh, there, there's always new things to learn and. You know, and, and list building and copywriting and and uh, social marketing and and time management. You know, especially I love time management. Um, you know, we only get 24 hours, so if I can improve how much I, I get out of my 24 hours, or or uh, you know, even just use eight hours a day instead instead of 12, uh, so I can have more time to rest or with my family. You know, that, those kind of things are important to me. Yes, and you know, I I think that you know you have that wisdom that comes from experience and from intuition, where you're looking past all of the fads and all the craziness and silliness, and you're just staying right on course, and you'll have something that really lasts uh, forever, which is is so wonderful. Um, what kind of trends do you see for the near future? What What is something new that you've heard about or that you think is going to happen that, that could be different? Um I don't know, Connie. I, I don't or or is there anything very, different? <laughs> I don't think I have a very good crystal ball. When when I, I see someone um, come out with an idea, uh, like I said before, I, I sometimes I can see how to improve on it uh, easier than I come up than I could come up with the original idea or, or the trend. So like, like when offline marketing got hot, I don't know, two, three, four years ago, or whatever, mm-hmm. I realized how valuable that would be um, to me when I was a store owner in retail. Um, if somebody had come around then and sold me their services to put my store on the web, and nobody did, you know, maybe you know, I, I guess offline marketing wasn't, uh, or even the, the internet wasn't uh, as as uh, 
as much a big thing uh, when I was desperate for for uh, you know new ways to find customers. But if uh, you know, so so I could visualize if if I were an offline marketer, and I never have been, I never wanted to go out and go door to door sales to to tell the the local pizza shops how I can put them on the web because I explained before, you know, sales isn't my uh, strong point, and you know, I'm sort of intimidated by having to knock on doors and saying. You know, getting all the no's. You know, when when people call me on the phone, telemarketing to me, I'm, I'm pretty rude to them sometimes when they interrupt me at, at dinner time or whatever. Yeah. And I I, I don't want to put myself in that position to be yelled at and screamed at and you know kicked out the door. So, um, but I, I I know that if if I were forced, uh, if I lost everything and I were forced to create an income, I could be a good offline marketer, um, doing some things that maybe some of the offline courses don't teach or don't specialize in they, they'd specialize or, or teach maybe how to do uh seo to get your um your store on, on the first page of google which which is good but what i would specialize in probably would be email marketing so so people could keep in touch with their current customers it's a lot easier to, to get more money out of a current customer than it is to find a new one yeah you know, like, like if you can if you have a uh, an italian restaurant and Somebody goes there, you know, once every six months. It's a lot easier to do things to entice them back to come there once every one month instead of every six months. Then, you know, so you're getting six times the business instead of having to go out and find six new customers. So those are the kinds of things that um, I like to improve on original ideas. And and now the, all the Kindle courses uh, are teaching people how to do things that are eventually going to get them banned from Amazon sooner or later. So, uh, and if not that, at least waste their time in, in niches that. Uh, they're already becoming oversaturated, you know, doing unethical things. And, and uh, you know, so um, and I'm trying to, to teach people how to avoid that. So I think of myself more as an improver rather than an innovator or, or somebody that is really good as far as spotting trends. Okay. And I think that's so important that, you know, you identify that in yourself. I think we have to always look at our at our strengths and, Say okay, this is what I'm good at, and just you know, like what you're doing with everything else, just really staying on course. So, Dennis, you know, I appreciate your time so much with this. What's the very best place that people can find you? Um, well, I'm an earn one k a day all day long, seven days a week. So, all right, yeah, because that's that's your yeah. your place. Yeah, yeah, and, that's that's my passion, and. Uh, all right, and you have so many things going on, and you have your uh, the book, and you you redid the book, and I always when I promote it to people, I always tell them to look on page one hundred five because that's where you mentioned my name in the <laughs> in the new revised version. So yeah, no, um, I, I, I want them I, to read I, at least that far. <laughs> I didn't mention many names in there, and, and yours is one of the the ones that I, I just had to because that that book of yours really uh, impressed me, and you know, building building a list is. Is something that is is so crucial for internet marketers and and uh, when when I started when when I was I was doing a lot of pay per click and I don't know if we have a whole lot of time to talk about it but I was doing a lot of pay per click and and sending um, thousands and thousands of clicks a day uh, to to eBay affiliate pages and and when I look back uh, you know uh, six months or a year later and I realized that I had paid Google for like three million clicks. And I made money on, on all of them, and on average, which is good. But I had never built a list to any of the people that I had sent to, to those pages. I, I should have been building a list. If, I was sending people like to a, um, and I talked about it in my original book, Five Bucks a Day, to to a, an Xbox 360 um, affiliate page. 
and they could buy the Xbox 360, find it on eBay, and I, I get a commission. And if I would have uh, built a list of people that were looking for an Xbox 360, um, then I, I could have promoted to that list in the future with you know other trends. It's you know next year when when uh, you know new gaming machines came out or you know Mother's Day, you know. Okay, your mother bought you a, a gaming system. When are you going to buy her? <laughs> that kind of thing. So, 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 you know, if I bought three million clicks, can you imagine how many people I could have got to to go on a list? And yeah. and I dismissed those opportunities. So, um, when when you tell people that even a small list is gold, I mean, that really impressed me. Well, I'm I'm glad. Yeah, it's just you know we've got to keep keep doing what we know works and i think all of us have you know some some regrets but you know i always say that um i think things turn out the way that they're supposed to be yeah and that if i had had a list of 10,000 you know my first year online i wouldn't have known what to do with them anyway <laughs> <laughs> so all right so thanks again for for sharing this fabulous information you're you know truly a, a legend among giants here on the internet and <laughs> well, I want I people don't know to about that, but... eh, you are you are and i want people to visit you at earn 1k a day so thanks again for doing this this is Connie Reagan Green from Huge Profits Tiny List please subscribe to the podcast series <laughs>